The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hi, everyone. This is Mike Morford, host of The Murder of My Family. I hope your New Year is off to a great start and that 2021 is better than 2020. If you're looking for a brand new true crime podcast to start the year with, I have a great show to recommend. It's called DNA ID. In every episode of DNA ID, you'll hear about a case that has been solved by genetic genealogy. You'll learn more about the case and the background of the recently unmasked killer. Genetic genealogy isn't going away, and lots of bad guys should be looking over their shoulders. DNA ID is co-produced by myself and my friend and frequent collaborator, Jess Betancourt, who also hosts the show. Every other Monday, you'll get a new episode of DNA ID. Episode 1 is out right now, as well as a welcome episode and a bonus episode featuring an interview with our favorite hero investigator, Paul Holes. I'm including a short preview here of episode one for you to listen to. To hear the rest of the episode, head over and subscribe to DNA ID on your favorite podcast player or app right now so you don't miss an episode. I hope you enjoy this preview, and I'll see you back here soon on The Murder of My Family. The pathologist contracted by the county coroner conducted Jody's autopsy and properly collected oral, vaginal, and rectal swabs. As was protocol at the time, the swabs in Jody's underwear were sent to Tacoma General Hospital for analysis. The hospital did investigate the swabs and detected sperm present, but then the swabs and underwear disappeared, and they had never been introduced into evidence in the first place. The murder case now had no bullet and no remaining evidence from the autopsy. The case went cold. Mr. Loomis passed away not knowing who killed his daughter. The family would have no answers for 47 years. She had her whole life ahead of her, and it was just taken away, just taken away. We live with that every day, said Jody's sister, Jana Smith. In 2008, the Snohomish County Sheriff's Office Cold Case Unit took a fresh look at the Jody Loomis case. Detective Scharf was disappointed to learn of the missing and destroyed evidence. But he discovered that sitting in the property room, in two separate sealed plastic bags, were the boots Jody had been wearing the day she was killed. He sent them to the state crime lab. And a lab tech there noted a tiny stain on the heel of the left boot. He tested it, and miraculously, it was a spot of seminal fluid. This spot would solve the Jody Loomis cold case. The spot found on Jody's boot contained microscopic sperm, and this was enough for investigators to generate a genetic profile of their killer. This allowed them to run the sample through CODIS, but it came back with no hits. Then investigators compared the sample against some men detectives had looked at in Jody's case, like some members of the Rice family, who owned the 1,000-acre property Jody was found on. No matches were found, but this progress after all those years gave the Loomis family hope. Jody's sister, Jana Loomis-Smith, said, quote, I want them to sweat. I want them to know we're looking. I want them to wonder if there is DNA that can solve the case. Imagine 35 years thinking you've got away with it. In 2009, the Cold Case Unit created a deck of playing cards for distribution to inmates at prisons throughout the state. Each card featured a different cold case. Jody's case was on the Ten of Hearts. It was the oldest unsolved case in the deck, and the oldest in the county with DNA evidence. 
Although the Everett Herald featured each of the 52 cases in a weekly story for a year, Jody's case remained unsolved. Then, in 2018, on behalf of the Snohomish County Sheriff's Office, Detective Sharf contracted with Parabon Nano Labs to conduct autosomal testing on the DNA sample from the boot. Parabon uploaded the genetic profile obtained from the stain on the boot into GEDmatch, and created a familial match list based on similarities in the suspect DNA and members of the public whose genetic profiles were in the database. Then, genetic genealogist Deb Stone of Kin Forensics in Washington found two third cousins of the suspect in the familial match list and set to work building out family trees to hone in on the suspect's identity. Deb has a website in which she detailed the work she did on Jody's case. She wrote, quote, "I used that information from GEDmatch to build family trees and identify the most recent common ancestors of the suspect." Once identified, I located the children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren of those couples and searched for a marriage where the two ancestor groups came together that provided a focused lead for the police agency to investigate, resulting in this arrest. Because the relatives Deb found were third cousins, she had to go all the way back to the great-great-grandparents branch of the suspect's tree. She was quoted in the Bothell Kenmore Reporter saying, quote, "A lot of people are going to be connected to those great-great-grandparents." Dozens of people, you build a lot of trees. One of the third cousins was from England and one was from Canada. It took Deb 57 hours of research using birth and death certificates, marriage announcements, and other public records to determine where the ancestral lines intersected. And all this pointed to the identity of a local couple who were likely the parents of the suspect. This was Jaquette and Albert Miller of Edmonds, Washington. Deb believed that the suspect who had left his DNA on Jody's boot was one of the Millers' six sons. Make sure you subscribe to DNA ID today wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a single episode.